<sighs> you know, I really thought at one point y'all would get tired of hearing that sigh. Mm-hmm. And apparently y'all missed it. They do. Because it that sigh is a Negro spiritual, if you will. It lets you know the shit is coming. It lets you know the disdain and disappointment in tone. And child, y'all have disappointed us terribly. I mean, I ain't been gone but so long. You know, we had to step away from uh, step away from the mic, get things right with life. Mm-hmm. And y'all just Clowning. Cooning. Just all over the place. Just throwing shit everywhere, knocking over the motherfucking lampshades. It, I don't understand. It, it's like that it's like that part that part of the party mm-hmm. where everything is just good and everybody's really, really having a good time. Right. And then all of a sudden somebody sees a fight break out or somebody pulls out a gun. And everybody scrambles. Mm-hmm. That's, everything. that's how our timeline feels. Uh, well, yeah. You know, it's been bomb <laughs> after bomb. Uh, bomb. Flex drop bombs on them. Okay? Yeah. Cyphers don't get gas. If you're from the Northeast, <laughs> you just got that reference. I don't have to talk about it. Hello. You just heard it. I mean, I'm going to get... It's a lot. It's a lot I'm going to address today. Some might be left over. Mm-hmm. You know, I might treat you like spaghetti and some spaghetti in there. You know. That's we got food in the house. We got food in the house. We got food in the... Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is you here? If you guys are new here, true here, hmm. well, welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, if you're new, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Sit down, act like you got some damn sense. Please do. Okay, don't make me have to cuss you out and be hmm. like your grandmama in church, pull out the spatula out of her purse. Will. Okay, I still got that name, by the way. Uh-huh. Welcome to a social experiment gone wrong. Simply entitled Who Raised You Hoes? I am your host, Lene. Mm-hmm. This week, I am gonna go by Thundersnatch. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, just wait a minute. And uh, I was wondering what this whole was going to be with. Thundersnatch? Thundersnatch. Feels very personal. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am your co-host Marlon, and this week my Twitter handle is going to be Bobby Boston George. Y'all gonna have to Google it because I'm not even gonna ask anymore. First names irrelevant. Look up Boston George, ladies and germs. You'll figure it out. It's quite nasty. I'm proud. Are you? I am. Are you reaching a new pinnacle in life now? You know, I feel like being a forty-year-old. I've, 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 I dropped off my last fuck on October eleventh this year, and yeah. You know, you, you know, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into the shenanigans and things, 
we must check in because there's been a lot of life updates of why we had to go on hiatus. And I think it's about time that we kind of give you guys a little insight as to why our break was a little longer than it normally is. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, before we get into anything, we have mostly good news. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing to scare you guys. I'm going to actually turn this over to Marlon's first because his is actually a little shorter than mine. Oh, yeah. Mine's is short, so I did, as I just said, I did turn 40 this year. <laughs> So that's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And now a bitch is officially betrothed because a bitch got engaged. That's right. Congratulations. Thank you. These raggedy bitches could never. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, that, that was, that's been my life I, uh, since the hiatus. Yeah. I, I promise you I had all intentions on being at the party. And... My God, that day it the sky opened up and mm-hmm. said, "Well, here you go." Uh, well, and it just and for some odd reason, for October it felt more like mid November, uh, and it just it, it was a lot. It was a lot going on. It was a lot going on at that time, and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna touch base with my friend at a later time." Mm-hmm. So, in the midst of our break. I officially moved across the bridge. I am officially a New Yorker. Get it, Brooklynite. <laughs> I am a Brooklynite now. I when I tell you this journey has been one of the most humbling things I've ever experienced in my life. And I didn't experience it till 35. Mm. And it just you I hate when you have to allow yourself to kind of hit your definition of rock bottom. Okay. Because it's it's not easy when it's you mm-hmm. versus someone else telling you. Right. Like it's like it's almost kind of like a friend can come to you with a situation, mm-hmm. and it's easy for you to dissect it because yes. though because of course the severity of it is hey I'm not in it right but when you take the the other person out of it and put your you and their shoes in the situation. It's a different animal. A whole different animal. Different ba- animal. Baby. But this does come with good news. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my new first of all, my new apartment is bigger than my space and um when I lived over in Elizabeth. Okay. 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 And that means I did secure a two bedroom. Aha. Uh-huh. And the the other bedroom is secured for a little project uh-huh. that I'm gonna uh, well fuck it. I can might as well say it. I'm creating an in-house studio. What? <laughs> yes, I am currently in the process of building an in-house studio. Uh so it's gonna be fun. I get to go furniture shopping twice. No, right. Uh, <laughs> I get to do a shrubbery wall. Oh, don't sit here and say right because you helping. I know. <laughs> We're here and I'm ready. You're you're here. You're ready. You're queer. Mm, as long as you know. Uh-huh. But baby, oh my lord, I. Mm. It's been a long time, friend. Long time coming. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. You've done it, the things. I, I stuck to something. Yeah. And it feels good that I stuck to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's only right and fitting that it just goes this way because, you know, each time 
You say you want to do something. You be like, friend, I don't know what to do. And I'll be like, bitch, just go ahead and do it. And then you do it. And then it turns out great, which is why we're here now. So. You know, and you know what? That is a thing. Uh-huh. That is a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. It seems to be a theme in life, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Apparently it's a theme in life. Uh, yeah. And because of said move, I never, like, wanted to be the one to, like, reach out for, like, support type mm-hmm. of situation. I, and that was a part of the humbling experience of it. It was having to humble yourself to be like, listen, if you don't, uh, what 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 is we gonna do? Yeah, because ain't nobody can't quite do it but you. It's your life. So, with that being said, on our link tree, where you guys find all the lovely places that you get to find the pod, at the very bottom, right. Uh, below the Sweet Talk is linked. I hope y'all been watching while we've been away. Because it's been a lot of shit going on over there. It's been a lot of things going on. It's a lot of content. Mm. I ain't want to hear it. Okay? There's no reason. Y'all should be subscribed to Sweet Talkers Network. Y'all should be watching Chase and Go Face. Y'all better be watching Gamer 1 and subscribe to Kyron on, on Twitch. Not playing with y'all no more. Y'all need to be watching the shows. It's content there. And that's not a plug. But that's not what we're here. Um... Underneath there is a link to my New York wish list. It's things that I'm purchasing on my own. However, comma, if you guys feel, uh, if you guys feel enamored to support me and said mm-hmm. furnishing my home, mm-hmm. I gladly accept gifts through Amazon. It's completely anonymous. It, anonymous. If you want to send it that way, or you can send a little note with it, and I will receive it. No, y'all ain't getting my direct address. Love y'all much, but that's a little much. But thank you so much. And, and when we get to the host studios, there will be another one of things and equipment that we need and that we would need assistance with. So just stay tuned to our link tree. I'm not going to push them up to the top. Even though at first I wanted to, but I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all the way we'll at the bottom. We'll, we'll get there. there. We'll, get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. And it's a work in progress. But anywho, in lieu of things, there, before we even get there, we've lost some great people while we were away. And I think I want to start with the legend, the icon, Leslie Jordan, my heart, like I'm honestly and truthfully, and I y'all know. For for me to go up, like I can say it because this is a space where I can say it. He was one of my favorite of the me- of the non melanated militia. Hello. Okay. Yeah. He's one of the greats. He was one of the greats. He, he was, was a, he was a pioneer, if you will, a legend, an icon. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So, definitely rest in peace to Mr. Jordan. Absolutely. Uh, that leads me right into the things that y'all do. I would give y'all a song and dance to scroll on, but I did something a little not like myself this week. Okay. Uh, because nine times out of ten, um... I will deal with my sister later who's texting me right now. Um, and this is real time. So, anywho, it starts with our RIPs. And of course, we had to start with the one that consumed our timeline and started everything 
this took place on the first actually we lost takeoff of the rap group Migos he was shot and killed in Houston I'm reading this directly from TMZ which we will get to because lord I have words um as in it's right here and I'm gonna get to it in a second it says uh 7 11 a.m in a new video, you can hear Quavo on the phone, pre-assumingly with 911 operator asking, "What does she need to do?" A woman on the on the scene said, "He needs." Um, she was a nurse and offered, and was offering help to take off, and it like it details everything that happened. Uh, um, it says in an emergency auto. Um, obtained by TMZ. You hear dispatchers discussing the incident here saying five shots were fired, revealing the initial caller said that they heard gunshots and people were screaming. Okay. Now, the we don't know the exact details. So everyone's like, oh, it was over a dice game. I was like, that's what they told to you. That's not exactly per se what happened. Hmm. Now, TMZ, let's start with you. I'm trying to understand why in this before we go to TMZ I've always had an issue with people that could see a life or death situation in front of them and the first thing they do is pull out their phone it's it, it should not be your first thoughts is to pull out your phone and press record. Now, I can understand if this was a situation if it, with law enforcement. That's completely separate. That I understand because you had there is no shield between you and an officer. You get it, but you literally are looking at a human being. Bump the fact of the notoriety of who he is as a person. You're looking at a human ble- a being bleed out. You're watching his uncle cry out for him. Has he just witnessed him be shot? That man is traumatized. He's not even remembering that there's a, bu- a group of people around him when this all happened. And the first thing everyone does is pull out their phones. <coughs> you know, <laughs> it's sad because this is what society has come to in the age of technology and phones and wanting and 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 the curse and drug of fame child is baby something else but i will say this it's a double-edged sword mm-hmm. because a lot of the reason why we have a lot of language around a lot of the societal issues that we have today, a lot of the reasons why um, we're aware of a lot of the shit that's going on is because people pull their phones out. And <clears throat> that's why I'm like, I hate it. For this reason, absolutely. Because when there is, when there are things happening that are traumatic, that are endangering, that are evil, Sweetie, call the authorities. Don't record this. Like, and then to put it out for everybody to see that this is why we so desensitized to shit now. And on top of that, and you already know 
Nine times out of ten, whoever submitted the video got paid. Absolutely. And that's why people do it. Especially something of this magnitude. A celebrity getting shot and killed. To have that footage first, as big as TMZ is, I'm sure whoever turned it in got coin. And that's sad because you, you're profiting off the dead. You're profiting off the murder of a, of a man. And it brings me back to the whole situation with Kobe Bryant. Remember, Vanessa wasn't even informed when he died. She ended up finding out thanks to the news. If I'm not mistaken, thanks to TMZ. Yeah. She found out that he died through TMZ. Yeah. She didn't get to receive the phone call. She found out through the, uh, through a television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's damn near the same thing. Like, I'm. why should we have... Like, I get what you're saying mm-hmm. with... It's a double-edged sword. It is. I get it. But at the same time, you could tell people have no sense of decency no. anymore no. at all. Desensitized. Don't give a fuck. Don't care. Oh, my God. This is what's going on. I want to be the person that got the story first. I want to be the one to put it out there so I can get clicks and likes and follows, notoriety and fame and get my face in somebody's headline on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. It's it's sad. Like off of of someone's death. Yes. You know, we have reached a new low in the bar. Yeah. But... There's another person we need to say rest in peace to. His name is Aaron Carter. Yeah. It, it, I can, when I tell you takeoff was a shock, because mm-hmm. I remember, I like, remember when all this was unfolding, we were, it was like early in the morning when takeoff here. Mm-hmm. I opened my Twitter feed and everyone's like, "What is going on?" This at yeah. third. Then I go look, and I'm like, "Something in me just says, check the shade room." Mm-hmm. And as soon as I went there, I saw the headline. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Yeah, it blew me. That that took me left. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Whoa!" And then when I saw this shit on Twitter, I was like, "What the entire fuck?" Yeah, because I remember reading the headline about him, and it was like. He was just on live saying rest in peace to take off. And then like the next day he was gone. There's a bunch of things with him too. But it was also very well noted with Aaron Carter that he had an issue with substance. Okay. So it wasn't. They basically. uh, I hate to say it because it's such a stereotype but whatever. He was basically addicted to huffing compressed air. Okay. Like that was one of the things because they did say they found bottles of of compressed air at it um in his home. So of course with TMZ they give nothing but updates on certain things, and it says they learned that Aaron Carter had died. It's come from TMZ by the way. The singer turned rapper and actor was found dead Saturday at his home in Lancaster, California. Multiple sources tell us Aaron's body was found in a bathtub. Red flag. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ they received a 911 call at 11 a.m. Saturday that a male had drowned in his tub. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ homicide detectives had been dispatched to the scene, but we had no information or evidence of foul play. It's a standard operating procedure for homicide detectives to investigate such death scenes. (sighs) So with that being said, if it's no foul play, once they do the autopsy... 
you're gonna find out everything you need to know because if there's no sign of foul play it looks like overdose yep I didn't want to say it but thank you for taking the words out of my mouth it looks like an OD um rest in peace uh love and light to those families and their loved ones I know Nick Lachey is going through it um he did put out there that of course you know him and his brother didn't have the best of relationships however of course that's still your family right uh to Quavo and Offset our love and light and condolences to the both of you uh, as well as your families and of course to the community with dealing coping and dealing with the loss of Leslie Jordan uh, Jordan yeah yeah um I think that's it for our I guess you could say it the I guess you could call it the second sign list at this point yeah yeah I mean I think that was the best I had uh, let's move on to something that's light before we get into the dark. Alright, so congratulations are in order and yes, history has been made. Pioneer. Legend. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of the kind. Mm-hmm. The one of one. <laughs> the only one. The number one. Yes. <laughs> Don't even waste your time trying to compete with her. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. No one in this world thought like her. That's it. She's twisted. She contradicted. Keep him addicted. Lies on his lips. She licks it. Yeah, absolutely. You need. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're still hooked. Yes, we're still listening. Yes, we're yes. still listening. That, that You shouldn't have to ask questions. At all. You shouldn't have to ask that question. At all. Anywho. So, Lena Horne. Yes. Legend, pioneer, icon, goddess, even all of those things, (laughs) queen. Yes, is the first black actress to have a Broadway theater named in her honor. Come the fuck through. Okay, this is history, ladies and gentlemen. This comes from bbc.com. Actress Lena Horne has become the first black woman to have a Broadway theater named in her honor. The theater on West 47th Street was built in 1926 and is currently hosting the hit British musical Six. It comes a couple of weeks after another Broadway theater was named after Star Wars actor James Earl Jones, which was long overdue, by the way. Yes. Horne who died in 2010 battled racial segregation to win a major Hollywood film contract and later found international fame as a singer. She later became the first black woman to be nominated for a Tony Award, Broadway's theater highest honor for her starring role in the 1957 Gypsy musical Jamaica. Excuse me, Gypsy. I said it wrong. Calypso. Come on. So, congratulations, Selena Horn. That's right. Now, are you ready? Plunge into the bullshit. Are you ready? Not do, really. Do we want to go into murky waters? We ain't got no choice, child. They just we have been gone too long. We got to let you know. What it you is know, I just what it is, and what the fuck it ain't. Come you, on. You know, got to chastise the kids. I really, really, really have a lot mm-hmm. on my mind. Okay, talk about it. And I don't know where to start. Oh, well, first of all, another thing that we had to talk about, congratulations to Rihanna. She mm-hmm. is, is official. She's headlining the Super Bowl, by the way. Congratulations, Rihanna. But Sis also did give us a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. 
And y'all ain't gonna, and trust me, I heard the Navy is not happy with this disclaimer that she gave when, you know, for the Savage Fenty show. Uh-huh. Part of motherhood that surprised you most. The beginning is like you're tripping acid every Okay, that's the part about motherhood. There is a clip that I was looking for in particular where she said just because it's the Super Bowl does not ensure that means new music. That's right. She said the music is coming. She is working on it. But this ain't that and that ain't this, sis. And that lets me know one thing and one thing only. That album ain't coming yet. That album ain't one track recorded. <laughs> one note. That note ain't been structured. The songs ain't been written. The interludes ain't been cemented yet. Not there a, hasn't been a concept board. Ain't no features. No, ain't nothing. No album artwork. Ain't no, she said, listen, y'all better be lucky y'all got lift me up because they had to slap on this bra, okay? In this shape. But I still got, look, I can hear now. I still got this baby weight. Y'all better come on. <laughs> I can see it. Now, okay. Oh, I love a juicy Rihanna. I uh, love her juicy. It, She's so pretty. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. So, let's move on to the things. I think it's time to trigger Marlon. On the first day, man. Uh, friend, it's going to get worse. Oh, my God. I'm just going to full warn you. You have options here, and I'm not even gonna give you a multi-choice thing. I'm just gonna say flat out what options you have to choose from the us to talk about. Okay. We could talk about the whole spice situation with her going into um, the reports that she went into a coma. Okay. <sighs> David O's son passing away. Okay, sounds like shit on top of shit. Okay. Um, or we could talk about Jamie. Let's start with Chingy. You know what? After that happened, um, I was about to stop taking pictures with um, with homosexual individuals because I felt like they may try to do something like that. But then I said, you know what? Everybody else ain't did nothing to me. I ain't going to do that because I, I got fans that's homosexual. And I don't, I have nothing against them. Why would I stop taking pictures with them for what this individual did? So I took that risk or chance. You know what I'm saying? Because I appreciate my fans. You know. So here's a little backstory because I think you forgot because your face oh, let me now. Because that was that's my sister. So yeah, I'm I'm very aware of what he's talking about. Yeah, <sighs> friend. Do we have to have this conversation today? Because you already know where this is about to go. You sure you want to have this conversation today? Let's go. Let's go. This brings such a con. I wanted to wait. And I wish, I really, really wish we had someone in the trans community here for this because it. I still, to this day, because it wasn't, that's not the first celebrity that Sydney has done that to. This no. is actually the second. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the first. Mm-hmm. And I I felt offended when I first heard it, too. But then I thought back to what took place. And I'm like, for somebody like him, that was a lot to go through. Mm-hmm. And that's not even, like, picking on the fence, riding the fence here. Right just looking at the scope of I'm I'm like a fish out of water I know nothing about this I don't know what's going on but I don't know why people think that 
I'm anything other than straight. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know any other way to say it. Sydney just gives me cloud chaser tease, and I I'm not saying I dislike her. I'm just saying she just gives me cloud chaser. Mm-hmm. You know some of the ways that she has moved this aside feels like that sometimes so I get that Uh, and again back to like having language about certain things Uh, let's just get one thing out of the way Mm -hmm. when you met her Mm. you met her Mm -hmm. okay the problem with other folks is is that that's still a woman regardless yes and 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 it gets real murky because y'all yes. love to anytime any man is associated with a trans woman you want to call him gay and it's simply not the case and it's draining they are women I don't give a fuck if you disagree but what y'all fail to realize and what y'all fail to really stand on is that when trans women are in your presence you don't think about men you don't when y'all know they're in your presence even if you don't know they are feminine and female presenting when you see them you see a woman until somebody tells you what's going on that's what you know and until y'all find out that y'all go through this whole homophobic, transphobic, miss all of that shit, that's that's that, when y'all get into it. That's when y'all just getting all out nasty. And that's just where it is. Now, as far as getting back to Sydney, though, <sighs> sis, it's just, you know, I've known you for a long time. Mm. I've seen your transition you have always been a beautiful woman mm-hmm. you have always been passing so I'm sure you've gotten tons of life throughout your life but you're the foundation of your notoriety has always been the trans rapper and you being proud to be a trans woman and then using this connection with Cheney puts you in the limelight Mm-hmm. which is very cloud chasing mm-hmm. and it has catapulted you seemingly from my vantage point I will have I statements into the world of hip hop because then you ended up on loving hip hop and a lot of things start popping off yada yada sis boom bye and my issue is that there is more of that and not enough of your music which just puts you in a different light. And it's just, it's exhausting, okay? I don't know any other way to say it. I tried to sugarcoat it. I tried to find other verbiage. It's exhausting. And that's not to say, it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing. Hey, who am I? Who are I? Who are I? Who are me? But at the same time, I... It makes you go back to what took place when she was, I think, on... I forget what Zeus show or whatever. Just, you know, trash laying over there. And you know your life has hit a certain trajectory of bad. 
when someone like Tamar Braxton has to speak sense into you and had to remind you that yes, even though you're in the presence of other women, you have a different standard to uphold. And there's nothing wrong with that because it's not politeness, politics, or anything like that. When people look at you and you're currently in a position where you're feminine passing or you're already a woman, but once you get into that realm, it's a different thing because people are looking at you. You're on a national television show sitting here picking fights with women and then you brought cereal to the reunion? To throw at somebody? What show was this? I have to send you the clip. Um, because I was just like, what What are you doing? Yeah, like, I don't have a lot of context. I don't know what's, what this is. I, 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 I'm going to send it to you. Because okay. it, it made no sense. I was I was confused. I'm like, what? what is this? What is, what is this, honey? Yeah, what, what, what is this? You know. Yeah. 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 So what happened to Spice? Because <laughs> I can't. Because I can't. Oh, God. Love okay. You guys, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. That have, was a real forward. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any more words for that. Um, yeah. So, Spice, what happened, girl? <laughs> that was so shady. Mm. I wasn't expecting that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that at all. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Ooh, that was a gag. <laughs> that was a gag. Mm. <laughs> all right. Ooh, my mm. wig shifted back just a yeah. little bit. Just, just pull back. Just you know, I had, oh, you tried to take off the. I had the good glue on this I know. Oh I know. I'm going to get you some guy to be a bitch. Okay. So, Spice had went, you know, to have a little work done. Mm-hmm. And this Instagram page releases this information called Surgeon Made Underscore Curves. And the message goes a little bit something like this. Ladies, and this is the original um, screenshot. This is before the caption. Mm. Ladies, I'm receiving reports that Spice was in DR, meaning Dominican Republic, having some work done and is suffering from complications. I'm very saddened by the news and will keep everyone updated as the story is developing. Nothing is confirmed. In the actual caption, it says, Surgeon made, Surgeon made surgery news. Where you hear it first. As I posted days ago, I was called a liar, amongst other things. But it turned out to be right, as always. Spice is in the DR and did have surgery. However, I received reports that she was experiencing complications. And I was trying to stay positive and not state exactly what I heard. I heard from a source that she was in a coma and not and that, excuse me, and not that an organ was punctured. We still can't confirm any of this to be true. Other than she's in the Dominican Republic, had surgery and suffered some type of complication. As far as the surgeon, all we know is her RD1 was, I'm not reading the doctor's name on the air, but we haven't confirmed rounds of surgeons either. 
please let's send positive thoughts, energy, prayer, and light her way. As I continue to get information and develop this story, I will keep you girls updated. So, Spice's booking agent had some time today. Mm. And reported to the Shade Room. Spice's booking agent has confirmed to the Shade Room that the dance hall artist is not in a coma. Reports from multiple um, outlets said that the dance hall legend was in a coma after suffering complications due to cosmetics, uh, cosmetic procedure. All right. So th- that came out, and I believe then she put out a statement, which I'm not able to locate my notes right now. That's neither here nor there. I love playing telephone on the girls' time. It's not even about that for me. Okay. This is the part that alarms me. Mm-hmm. You were in a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Follow me here. Mm-hmm. When you originally signed your documentation, uh-huh. come on with it. There is an NBA there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yes. you can't, and it's also, well, in the States, it's called HIPAA. Mm-hmm. You can't disclose someone's medical status mm-hmm. to anyone. That's regardless of, we're not just talking sexual, we're talking in general. The minute they enter the hospital, you can't sit here and go willy-nilly with their information. It's a such thing called laws, no matter who the person is. So I'm a little confused as to how this happened. Uh, yeah, because what the fuck? How the fuck? That's a better question. How the fuck? I mean, but that is the Dominican Republic and they're not part of the U.S., so... And, and, and you know, that is very true. I'm sure that the laws are a lot different down there than they are up here. Very. Yeah. So, David O, we had to send love, light, and prayers. It came out that his son had passed due to, um, via drowning... His son was only three. I don't even know who this person is. You've heard David O's music before. He's an Afrobeats artist. Got it. Okay. So, yes. Love and light to him. I'm gonna speed track a little through scroll on and just talk about things that caught my attention. Uh, oh, Lord. Do I feel like giving this light? Do I feel like giving this light? You know, feel free to not if you don't want to, because I'm already drained. You're already drained? Do you want to go back down Drain Central? Because it's more down, it's more to the drain today. I have some more. I have some more, friend. I told you. I warned you. I warned you. I warned you. Woo! What's next? Marlon, these faces. I don't understand. You came back in these faces. Woo! I promise you. Ooh, the face. <laughs> so happy to be here. You're so happy to be here. Oh my god. So wonderful. Are you ready for the next topic? <sighs> you take a swig of that. You know what? Cause I know where this is about to go. Do me a favor. What? Finish the whole thing. Oh, God. Okay. Here we are. Keep them coming. Go, go, go ahead. Okay. Go, come on, because we're going to need it for this. This one is going to send you over the edge. Okay. And it's going to trigger you. All right. What we got? What is it? Are you ready? I'm not, but come on. Zyowade. 
Get off my knees. What happened? Because <laughs> I'm, re- I'm already ready to cut bitches about Zyre. What, what's going on? Her mama. Oh, you t- mm, here we- All right. Uh, her mama. Come on. Because see on. Yes, I'm saying your name all wrong because you deserve. Uh, so, Sirvon came out and um, accused Dwayne Wade because his name has always been spelled wrong. And I'm just like, why is it like this? No, that's the way it's spelled. I know. Yeah. I know. And I always think it's a, it's a misspelling. I'm like, it's not. Yeah, that's how you spell his name. <laughs> um, he accused Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pronunciate it right. I'm trying to pronunciate it right because we just say Dwayne because we black. Yeah. Um, of exploiting transgender daughter for financial gain. Now, I'm not going to go into the accusations, but when I tell you the people on Dwayne Wade's team had time. And patience for that clap back, because mm-hmm. baby, should I read the entire letter? No, don't read the whole thing. I'm not going to read because it. it's lengthy. It's 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 a lengthy. It's lengthy. It's a lengthy read. It's a lengthy read. So, you know, I'm just going to read the last paragraph. Okay. Sir Voyne has decided to pretty much be an absent parent to Zaya, all of all on her own. As a man, we get a bad rep for not showing up and being absentee fathers. Well, that's not the case here. Because I'm ten toes down and I'm still going through the bullshit. I will not sit on my hands this time and allow her to make a mockery of my dedication to my family. The high road has run out of the estate. Let me repeat that last word. The high road has run out of the real estate. Okay. Mm-hmm. My lawyer has been, and my lawyer will be contacted. And best of luck to the 14th lawyer as they try to unravel this book of lies that's been sold to them. Baby, when I tell you that Dwayne told you hoes, this ain't new. This ain't that, and that ain't this. That ain't this. she been trying to do this for the longest time, and I'm tired of the bullshit. We are on lawyer number 14. It's the same script. Different, different lo- cast. That's it. And he's sick of it. And you know what I'm sick of? You raggedy bitches. In oh, the fucking comments, we all y'all talk about Zyra Wade. Let me explain something to y'all. Oh, Lord. Here is my biggest issue when it comes down to y'all and y'all fuck shit in regards to the trans community. I don't understand why y'all feel like Children are so helpless that they are unintelligent, that they are unaware of themselves or incapable of making decisions about life. I don't know what y'all think 18 does for people. Let me take that back. I know what it is. You bitches have been indoctrinated to believe that 
age-old adage that the patriarchy of American society has put in your brains about how things are supposed to go in life. That you're supposed to be a child until you're 18, and then when you're 18, you're supposed to graduate from high school, and then all of a sudden you're an adult, then you go off to college, then you do four years, then you get out, and then you get married, then you have children, and then you have a career, and we have seen that this shit is untrue, and it doesn't work, and it's not right, and that's not life, and that's not how we do it. Well... So for you bitches that got so much to say about a child, a child that is doing so much better than a lot of you hoes, that is more self-aware, that is more loved, that is more intelligent than a lot of you bitches. Sitting, sitting there eating up the girls on Fashion Week. Like. The lace, what lace? Like. That listen, my niece was get my niece was giving y'all pre-development teas, okay? And I'm not even going to begin to read the motherfucking baby hairs off of all you hoes that all of a sudden recognize her when she put on the lace front. Now y'all okay with calling her trans because she got a lace front on. I see you hoes and y'all stupid, but whatever. Mm. Get the fuck off. Of the ways. Just stop it. Get the fuck off his eyes. She is living her life like it's fucking platinum. Working on diamond. And you hoes could never. Period. You simply could not. Just fucking stop. She is literally with a family that loves and supports her. And nobody is. First of all. What kind of money are. What kind of money. Is Dwayne and Gabrielle going to make off of Zion that they don't already have how will they profit from supporting their daughter how will they profit from supporting her to do what she wants to do which has always been the narrative because see a lot of you bitches don't remember when Zaya first started transitioning when Zaya first came out to her parents first and talked about her transition and how None of them moved until Zaya said she wanted to. Even when it came down to changing her name. When it came down to the point where Zaya said, I want to be called Zaya from here on out. They didn't have anything to do with that. She made that decision and they supported her. A lot of you bitches are hurt because y'all ain't got parents that that support y'all like that and love y'all like that. (sighs) And it's okay because, Mm. you know, a lot of us have that experience. And that's fine. A lot of us don't know like this type of love that exists between a parent and between parents and their child. But I want y'all to get hip. I want y'all to admire and adore it and protect it. Because you bitches mark my words. Everybody that hears the sound of my voice right now on this episode, I need y'all to understand Desire is going to be our first trans supermodel. Just mark my words. You heard her. Mark my words. Mind you, she's got to do more than that because she's intelligent as fuck. But the fashion world loves Zaya. Yes, they do. And she's got the juice. So you bitches better just grab your straws because she's coming for everybody. I feel as if... (sighs) Okay. We're going to close this out with two topics because I saved them for last. 
I just I felt it in my bones mm-hmm. to do this because first and foremost, shout out to our brother Lou over at Hell is Around the Corner. What up, Lou? I could never, ever top the disgusting, downright vile, gutter butt. (laughs) Not the gutter butt, friend. Read for fine print terms and conditions Mm -hmm. that that man gave, but it's our turn to talk about it. It's our time to talk about her loss. Child. I, I don't know where to start. I'm going to put it to you like this. I'm going to put my disclaimer out here right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because y'all know I really don't. Oh, God. When it comes down to the music. Oh. Only certain people grab my ear. Only certain things grab my ear, but I keep my ear to the streets and I see the shit when it happen. Yeah. First of all, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like I saw the cover for this album. Yeah. Strange. It's it's the it's it's another it's a woman, a model, I think, whatever. But it's not per se, of course, them, it's a woman. Strange. You niggas are weird. Um, then we had Drake and these bars. Okay. That we suspect were about Meg. And okay. And I, Meg came and told you hoes, stay off my pussy, stop using me for clout, you won't address me directly, and until you do, you ain't talking shit. And I'm riding with Meg on that. I so here's a little context. Apparently, um, one little Yachty, who was a known writer to the girls, came out and said that actually was a shot at the children that lie, the women that lie about getting a BBL. Now, do I fullheartedly believe that? Absolutely not. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because either way you look at it, it's still subliminal. Yeah. You knew how people were going to take it. Right. Why would you use Stallion? Mm-hmm. Of all words to use. Of all words. Not Meg, but she is Stallion. You see how I flipped the the whole terminology? You didn't flip it. Mm. You said it intentionally. Mm. Because, you know, you, 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 you friends with your house arrest buddy. And I just swore a few years ago, y'all couldn't stand each other. But you, you, you know, Brother Lou said, I'm tired of black men just allowing the disrespect to happen. He said when, and this is going to piggyback into our next topic, when you have a certain group of people that call, a, call individual out that made wrong comments that person nine times out of ten will apologize if they offended someone right Mm -hmm. it makes all the sense you should but no you know we 
have to take everything like of heart, faint to heart, unserious. We don't know how to rally together to do shit. Hmm. But when I tell you how quick y'all lied about how Jewish people do not play. Go ahead, finish the glass. Because, baby, they don't play. And apparently, you niggas forgot. Because I didn't. And uh, this is tricky to speak on now because everybody and their mama don't know what to say. I know how to say this. I'm the furthest from anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have a bone to hate a person for their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we took a portion of the context that Mr. West said a little close to heart. Follow me here. Don't follow, don't disagree with me just yet. I think we took it faint to heart. He's very correct. You do have a lot of people that practice Judaism that are very high rankings in a lot of corporations and in a lot of things. That's not a lie. Mm-hmm. That's actually fact. The issue is when it comes out that you've offended a group and you feel as if I don't feel like I should apologize. Like, okay, you have every right to feel like you shouldn't apologize. But when it looks like it's hostile, when you have literally a people that's notorious to double down on not supporting you. I'm like, because people think it's a game. I'm like, no, when they when you fall out with someone that with someone that just so happens to be Jewish. They when they pull support is serious because it's not just them pulling support. You never know who does business with them that they'll have pull support from you, too. Is it's not a game, and as you've seen, and I hate to be the one to tell all of y'all, oh, he know what he doing. This was a part of his plan, nigga. This was not a part of his plan. It was not a part of his plan. The only part of this where I probably can feel like it's premeditated, he's wanted out of that contract with Def Jam. That I feel like that was premeditated. He didn't anticipate for Adidas to t- um to pull their um, contract with him. And keep the design for Yeezy because they own the intellectual properties, not him. <sighs> he didn't expect to lose so many sponsorships. And then once Adidas pulled support, you might as well say every other business pulled it too. Mm-hmm. Because that's how this works. Kyrie Irving, <laughs> welcome to the party. You decide to promote a film that's anti Semitic. You damn near lose your whole, you lose your contract, damn near. Because there's not a team that will accept you. And on top of that, the league gave you literally a list of things to do in order for you to be added back to the team. But if you guys not remember, because you know I don't keep up with the sports like that, I do remember Mr. Irving being in the news for being like one of the main people that was like completely against the COVID restrictions back when they first started playing again. That I remember. And that's a part of the reason why when this all happened, it was easy for them to be like, yeah, no. But, and even with that, he he it came out that he also had plans to retire, but I'm like, you can't get your pension unless these things are done. 
Like, you can retire. They can be like, oh, well, it's my money. They can hold your pension until this is done. I'm like, Nick Cannon damn near lost wilding out with this anti-Semitic stuff. Like, literally, they told him, we own the name wilding out. You cannot have it. We own the name. We will take the show in its likeness and continue without you. Is it's not a game, and people think, oh, you know, they'll bounce back, they'll be all right. When you, lo- ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those without gender, before y'all speak, I need y'all to do me one huge favor. I need you to go, especially when you build a platform. I need you to understand majority of the people that go into business with you. All of this is tangible. What does that mean? It is subject to change. So if you say something wrong on your platform and you face public backlash, it can be taken away from you. You are not entitled to, oh, this is supposed to be my life forever. No. Your battleship will sink. If you are a fucked up individual, it comes the fuck out. <sighs> Like, these people are losing everything. Kanye lost, like, what, from my understanding, $2 billion in one day. He no longer has billionaire status. He lost it. With that lucrative-ass Adidas deal was his main money. And that shit is gone. Like, even with Kyrie Irving, he's losing shit left and right, too. I'm like y'all think it's a game. Oh, they but they, but the no. Where's the punishment for the black community when the black community learns how to actually give a fuck about something other than themselves? We can have that conversation because we don't take a damn thing serious besides money. That's it. We don't know how to rally together for no causes. We don't know how to stick together and actually stand together for some shit. Because if it is not a direct benefit to self, we don't give a fuck. Let's just call it a thing. We don't give a fuck. And the reality of the matter is... Y'all don't care. Is if we really stuck up and stuck together... I think at that point we would really recognize our power. Y'all, the problem that I have is y'all literally found... And I always say this because I hate it because I I had to let it go. Y'all find every reason to be okay with the disrespect. Especially from black men. It, uh, we ain't gonna get... Y'all find reasons to avoid holding someone accountable for the shit that they do. Oh, well, y'all know... What, happen, what happens when he said all that shit about slavery? Y'all happened... Because y'all kept supporting him. Y'all kept supporting him. Y'all kept buying Yeezys. He didn't get threatened. Like, y'all didn't. This whole time, if literally Twitter were the direct source to know somebody needs to be canceled or not, that man probably would have lost endorsements a while ago. Mm -hmm. But because actual money and actual power is within that community, they have the right to pull it from you. This is no joke. Hmm. But you don't see it as that. So let me help you really see reality and show you that yes, motherfucker, regardless of what you might believe, 
what you say has consequences. And there's that. That's it. There it is. You can get on a million interviews and try and justify what you said. But I hate to be the bearer of bad news. This is what the this you're literally reaping your karma. That's it. That's the best thing I can tell you. You can say everything that you want to say. Yes, you have freedom of speech, but you do not have freedom from the repercussions of what you say. You keep you was on a whole interview talking about I don't argue with broke people. Well, you might as well join this conversation. (laughs) Because at this point, Mm. mm, what what you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna sell stuff myself. Um, let's just hope you still have your imprint. Because last time I checked, they like to keep those too. Hmm. I'll say that. Because there's been a lot this week. Y'all been getting a, a lot in this whole hiatus. Y'all been getting on my nerve. Baby. We ain't even gonna get into the immature antics of Miss Onika Mirage right now. Because I'm still... I shouldn't even be hearing that word. I muted it on Twitter. I'm done. I'm going to say this and Mm-mm. let it go. Because I had to... T- I, I literally thought of things that we need to talk about. Like, it's hitting me now. It should be a crime. For grown individuals. And I'm talking if you are over the age of 25. I'm not even going to go as high as 30. If you are over the age of 25... And you are the type of person to cry victim, but notorious to throw the rock and then hide your hand. I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. Because it's, I find it ironic to me that all of these women, grown ass women, are literally throwing themselves into disagreements online over someone that barely gave them a thought months ago. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Y'all get on my nerves with it. I'm like, she got, sis got one more fight in me. One more before she is muted and blocked. One more fight and then I'm done. And anyone that sits here recites Nikki lyrics to me will be blocked too. (laughs) I'm I'm at that level. I'm five seconds from muting Mr. West and unfollowing. I'm just at that point in my life. I'm just tired. And maybe it's 35 of me now. I just don't care no more. Mm-mm. I don't care. I don't have time. It does not make sense. Y'all hoes need common sense. Not just regular sense. Y'all need common sense. Because y'all don't make sense. They act like it's expensive, but it's actually free. It's free. Yeah. Well. My God, it's free. Can't pay them to take it, child. Can't pay them to take it. On that note, I'm done. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think we should refill the cups and then come back. And you think we need a break? Uh, child. We'll be right back, child. Mm-hmm. If y'all shenanigans, fuck this shit. Alright, kittens. Welcome back to the rodeo. We are back, and it is time for Marlon to stir this pot, but goddammit, y'all stress me out so much, I just can't. Uh, so, today we're going to do something a little bit different, okay? Mm. So, uh, 
you know, over our break, I've definitely been keeping up with podcasts and all the things because this is what I like to do. And um, our inspirations and faves over at The Read. I was catching up on some old stuff while they were on their hiatus. Shout out to Crystal and Kefiri. Yes, love y'all down. Um, And they did an episode just like this. And I was like, man, we should do that. So we're going to do 20 questions. If you guys have listened to The Read, you've heard of this before. Absolutely. So... Uh, I told Fran, I said, Fran, we're going to do this a little bit different. We're going to do 20 questions. I want you to get 10 random questions. I'm going to do 10 random questions. We're going to ask and answer them. And that's just how it's going to go. So, this should be fun, lighthearted, um, very whole nation of us because, you know, we're coming with the bullshit. So, you ready? You go first. Okay, I'm going to go first. All right. Uh, let's see. Hmm, where do I want to start? Okay, in true hope fashion, who was the first celebrity? Who was the first celebrity you masturbated to? LL. LL. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love you. All right. So, is there a specific video or Halo? Bitch, okay, so, do you know what was my video that I had to drop some sploosh with LL? Fucking phenomenon, bitch. That video was sexy as shit. All that gold. And I live for thick LL. Yes. I like, like super cut LL. Uh-uh, no. I need him a little, I need him with some muscle mass. A little chunk, you know? Okay. I ate a couple sandwiches. Ooh. I like that. Mm-hmm. First celebrity I ever masturbated to was um, Zach the Black Power Ranger. That was my, my he, first. Oh, he was fine. He's still fine, actually. Yes, he is. He's still he, real good. He he looked like I promise you. He's still like he's still in his twenties. Yes, he do. He do. That that black did not crack at all. Okay. You want me? To, you want, want one, you want one of my questions? Yes. We'll just we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Mm-hmm. All right. What's a life lesson that she'll never forget? Ooh. A life lesson I will never forget. Damn, friend, that one's heavy. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? The life lesson of trusting your gut. There have been so many situations in my life where my gut told me not to do something and I end up doing it anyway and I suffer the consequences afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I would have listened to that, there would have been a lot of things that I just did not get myself into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's one of my biggest life lessons. If you guys know, I, I don't, well, of course, get into it a lot. Mm-hmm. But anybody that knows me outside the show, they know that my dad damn near is like a philosopher if you will Mm. and he's always said something and I've kept it with me and it's always been something that I say in life is you gotta have a plan Mm. and it it's just as simple as it may sound or seem it's really just the most the best advice that he's ever given me Mm. was you always have to have a plan because if you don't have a plan then you don't plan to succeed work 
dead. Yes. Listen, Lonnie Senior has always been a man of riddles. That's that Libra in him. Cause he's a Libra. I like that. I like that. That's a man of le- a man of riddles. Okay. My next question. Okay. What do you think of gay men who only befriend women? <clears throat> Friend. Hmm. Why would you ask me a question they did? Well. Why would you ask me a question they did? Hmm. feel as if a gay male that only befriends women. Only. Personally, mm-hmm. I think they messy. Okay. The only reason why I say I think they messy is because and I love our sisters. It's not to bash y'all in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Women have always been the type to exchange information and things like that. Once you get a dude in the mix, it's like you're around. Like, basically... You become one of the girls. Okay. And it gets to a point where you almost don't know how to associate, uh, socialize with anything other than women. Mm. And what I always thought of it, I just, it, I th- always found it just a little weird. Mm. Just a little bit. Not gonna lie. I, at first, I used to feel like that mm. until I got older and I looked a little bit closer at that dynamic. And I feel that there is, I found that there's something always a little bit deeper beneath that logic. Right. And it's unfortunate because there's always some sort of trauma with gay men that they've had that puts them in a position to only befriend women. But then there's the flip side of that coin where since it's you like your attitude and your direction and approach doesn't allow you to associate yourself with other gay men Mm -hmm. and that's why you only befriend women but it's just it's it's really it's always been kind of odd to me because I think about like coming out and finding this brand new world of people that are just like me that I never knew existed when I thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I couldn't imagine myself only befriending women and having nothing to do with community of people that are like me. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Y'all heard the tongue pop. It's about to go again. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to go light this go around. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite memory while traveling? Traveling back home to Chicago on the train from D.C. When I used to live in D.C. Traveling via train while very long in time Mm -hmm. is one of the most beautiful and peaceful experiences I've ever had. Like, traveling on a plane is quick and you can see a lot of things, depending on where you're going, of course. Because sometimes, you know, but if you're traveling overseas, depending on where you're going, that could be 13, full-day flight. Whew. I, I don't understand. I, to the this day, day I have to do that. It's going to be a mess. I but, still am trying to understand <laughs> where we even go there. 
as much as I'm dreaming of going to Africa, mm-hmm. I'm also not in love with the idea of being on a plane for close to 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But being on a train, I imagine being on a flight that long is probably kind of the same. But being on a train, going through the mountains, seeing different scenery, I had so much time to reflect. Um, going to like the relaxation car, which is basically this car where the whole side of the train is all glass, so you just get to see everything, just kind of sit and reflect. It is just really, really awesome, and that's one of my favorite memories about traveling. For me, <laughs> to know me is to know my childhood had everything to do with road trips. So, listen, <laughs> listen. My family and I, my guy family and I always find a way to make it interesting some way, somehow. And it just, it always made me happy to go on those types of trips. So, mm-hmm. yes, you're going to be in the car for an extended period of time, but y'all make the time go faster type situation. I've traveled from up north all types of down toward the south by car. Well, I'm talking Virginia to Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Damn near Georgia, but I'm sorry anybody driving to Florida. But <laughs> yes, yeah, some of my favorite memories are come from those vacations back when I was a kid. Okay. Alright. One gotta go. The internet. Scissor. Or Jasmine Sullivan. You gotta pick one. You know, why would you do such <laughs> things to me? Because <laughs> you know who's about to go. Mm, who's about to go, friend? <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I love her now, but bye, Jasmine. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh my god! I have uh, reasoning. I have reasoning. I have reasoning. Oh, I didn't. That was difficult. This is difficult. I know, and I picked those specifically for you. I. This is difficult because <laughs> anyone that knows me knows those three hard choices. But uh-huh. I'm gonna only say Jasmine because I didn't cohesively as a project. I didn't per se get into Jasmine fully until hotels. Really? Hmm. I'm not afraid to say it. Bitch. I don't get me wrong. You I missed a lie. I don't get me wrong. <laughs> I I know some of the songs that I've missed. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. As an artist, I didn't get into her into hotels. With SZA, I had not only control, I had to I got to go back to see SZA run S and Z. And even though we don't talk about S because S was just a nightmare. Anywho, <laughs> with the internet. I go, of course, anyone that knows me knows, I live and stand for yes. ego death. Yes. So that's easy. They're not going anywhere. But I'm like, as far as like the connection, it, like Jasmine is the most recent one. So it would have to be Jasmine. But you, you, first of all, you have to come back. You have to come back and listen to everything. Bitch. First of all, I still listen to stuttering. As you should. Okay. As you should. But you, you, you got to go back to Fearless and work your way through the albums because, woo, child. Yes. As again, yes, yes, as, yes. again, as an artist, I, I didn't get her yeah, into get her it. into the hotels. I get it. It's okay. But I'm telling you, you go back now. Uh, fine. There you go. There's your homework. How about that? All right. It's my go. Yes. 
what is your go-to snack when you're feeling down? Mm. Well, lately I've been eating everything, bitch. Uh, well, just terrible. But go-to snack when I'm down. It's gotta be an oatmeal cream pie. Mm. Yeah, me and Big Devil go way back. Mm. And oatmeal cream pies is my snack, bitch. Okay. The regular one or double stuff. Mm. And I always like to have it like room temperature. Ooh. So it's nice and mm, like you break her open, she real gooey. Uh. Oh, we- <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Oh, we- yes, we love oatmeal cream pie. <sighs> Yeah. See, in my childhood, it was always a honey bun, but iced or glazed? Iced work. Okay. No, 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 not iced. Excuse me. You like glazed, don't you? I can't stand glazed honey buns. First of all, I can't stand iced honey buns. It's okay. I'll forgive you later. <laughs> um, but as of late, honestly, in my past situation, I. It's one comfort food if I'm having a bad day. Like overall, like it's just been shitastic. Mm-hmm. There is one thing that I have that has to be frozen that I need to have frozen. A Reese's cup. Everybody says that about frozen Reese's cups, and I've the, never baby, done that. baby. I I've can't explain it. I can't explain it, but put your Reese in the freezer. Uh-huh. Leave that girl in there for at least a half hour. Okay. And then have it and tell me I'm wrong. I'm going to have to try it. You, I'm going to have to try it. I'm going to put you on. Friend, I'm putting put you on. You need to try it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. Yes. If you won tickets to the Renaissance Tour... <laughs> And could see it in any location you want. Oh. And you can pick your seat. Mm-hmm. Which city and what section would you pick? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows me, knows this would be my first Beyonce tour. Mm-hmm. Um, literally. I'm going to say Houston. Okay, okay, okay. The main pit. Okay. And I want to be the fifth row back. Gotcha. Because I want to see full view of Mama. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be too close where she's too close and I'm looking all the way up. Now I want to feel full view. I want her to see me too. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, girl, I love. Mm, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I done, I done spent, put several bu- money, mm-hmm. monies, cash dollar mm-hmm. on blue and them's college fund. Come out, sis. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um,. You know, if I was able to pick where to go to see her on the Renaissance tour, I think I'm going to go overseas. Paris? Yes. I can see you doing a Paris show. Yes, yes. And the reason I say that is because she started doing things over there. Like, she did a couple of of Renaissance parties here, but then she just traipsed her ass overseas and was playing with all the folks over there for a long time. Yeah, but at the same time, remember, I want you to remember, during the Miss Carter show, when she dropped that album, mm-hmm. remember, 
overseas didn't get the, didn't get the album first when she dropped that album she was on the US leg of the tour oh, okay. and had to do a 360 and go back to Europe right. to get on the shows I don't right. want you to miss yeah. out Frank no, no, no. I don't no, want no. you to miss but out Frank uh, here's my thing it's also because if I had the choice to pick somewhere to see it I want to go somewhere that I've never been with people that I've never encountered and then also because Europeans have a different appreciation for music than Americans do and I just want to be in the mix of that. And I need me like an orchestra seat somewhere in the middle. I don't want to be right up on the stage. I'm, that's I need why to I said be back fifth. enough where I can take it all in. Because that's why I said fifth round. The visuals and, and the staging of Renaissance, I just have a feeling it's about to be something else. And it will also also be my first tour too. So, yeah. yeah that's what I would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my guy. All right. All right. Are we ready to go down this road? Let's do it. It's a deep question. Okay. Take your sip. Mm. What's your biggest regret in life? Biggest regret? Mm-hmm. The biggest regret. Being sexual at a young age. Talk about it. I really, and I've said this on the show before, I really wish that I was not um, sexually active as young as I was. Because I feel like it... I feel like it tainted my experience in a way that put me in places um, with people that I really shouldn't have been. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I really feel like if I'd waited a little bit longer, I would have learned a lot more about how to love myself more Mm -hmm. and not depend on others to love me to feel important. Mm, Does that make sense? It makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I struggled with that a lot. And it it put me in a position where um, even to this very day, I still kind of tug a little bit with the aspect of self-love. Mm-mm. Like, I love myself, but I I, I, I I, would be in a much better position um, if I had not had that experience so young. Mm. Yeah. My biggest regret in life, I would have to say, is... Mm. Not finishing my degree. Okay. Only reason why I say that is because I come from a time, this is well before today's time, where just about everything happens if you have a certain level of attention, notoriety, whatever may have you. I Anyone that knows my story knows I wanted to do journalism. This is not new. This isn't rocket science. Like right. I've always said this. And had I not decided to, hey, I'm going to take this job because I am I want money. I'm like, I need money now. I don't want to wait to get a job. Had I done the school thing first, I probably would have, everything, the money would have came. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have the certain guidance or the reinforcements to say, hey, maybe you should stick it out. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of what happens. But I would say that's my biggest regret. And also, I guess you could say kind of, not seeing my initial first move completely through. Mm. 
Because that's what a part of me always felt like I gave up too quick on that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Coming with a heavy hitter. Is that right? Name the number one reason you've walked away from past relationships and then tell me what does that say about you? first of all let me just premise this by saying I'm a hot mess okay so in my younger years Mm -hmm. I would easily walk away at the slightest inconvenience Mm -hmm. I don't like to be annoyed I don't like to be irritated it just irritates the hell out of me and next thing you know I'm just looking at you like alright so what time are you leaving <laughs> so I've all discovered long ago I have ADHD when it comes to dating mm-hmm. like I, I, I love spotention do y'all know what spotention is spotention means I want space and attention at the same time <laughs> baby if I if, if I ever have a man okay uh-huh. again or if I, if you ever hear somebody put a ring on it I'm willing to bet you we are in a two bedroom condo or brownstone <laughs> or some shit and I'm willing to bet you nine times out of ten when that nigga make me bad he is in that other bedroom I fucking can't I can't <laughs> he's in that I other can't. bedroom I am done mm-hmm. done so what does that say about you I don't have patience. <laughs> I don't know this. I knew this already. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's what it says also about me is I know what I want. Mm-hmm. And I've reached that age where I'm not trying to beat around the bush for it anymore. It's I it's gone on close to ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing close to ten years that I've been single. And after a while, you start to, of course, think it's you, but in the same sense, in another sense, you're also looking at it as it's not me. It's I know what I want and I haven't seen it yet. Okay. And it's not saying that it's not out there. It's just saying I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, My number one reason for walking away in relationships has always been lack of fulfillment. Mm. I haven't been getting what I wanted. Um... But what that says about me is that in my own self-reflection, I've done a lot of um, people-pleasing. Of course. Which has led to me doing a lot of self-sacrifice and also not speaking up for what I want, which has been the bane of my relationship existence and my past relationships. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, realizing that changes a lot of shit, gives you a whole different perspective. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It is. Your turn. It is my turn. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's my turn. It's time for a whole. It's time for a whole question. Come on with the whole question. That's right. Tell us about the time you fell in love with cruising. Oh, that's right, bitch. That's right. I think I told this story on the hotels before. Or should I go? Or excuse me, since the hoes now know that you've pledged, should I say the other thing? Which is what? When you realize that you love fel- um, felching. 
Well, I don't... Uh, I wouldn't say that I love felching because I've never tried it. Really? No. No? No, okay, then. Fine. Mm-mm. Um, when did I fall in love with cruising? I believe that I've told this story on the hotels before where I was in high school. Yes, that was when I fell in love with cruising. I was in high school. Um, my sophomore year, I was a hot fucking mess. Uh, we were all hooked for some odd reason. Mm, it's always sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year. Uh, my ex boyfriend may rest in peace. Uh, I was cutting. Oh, I was cutting all that year. It was nasty. So I had to do summer school. Uh, so I it was after summer school because I failed geometry, and. I had to go to summer school for geometry and I was on the bus headed home. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the back of the bus. It was me and all my friends. Uh, but there was this one guy, older gentleman, big stocky guy, sitting on the back of the bus with us and all my friends got off the bus. Mm-hmm. And it was just me and him on the back of the bus. Oh, okay. Now, I was sitting facing the left side of the bus and he was sitting in the corner seat that was facing the front of the bus. Mm-hmm. So we were like this to each other. He had on some really tight jeans, and I must have turned to the left and looked at his crotch, and his dick was just throbbing. It was huge, though. And I was like, Whoa. What is going on right now? Like, whoa. Um, it's summertime. I'm sweating. I'm like, What the fuck? And I, I kept looking, and then we locked eyes. And then he grabbed it. Um, and I was like, oh, he wants you to pay attention to it. Clearly, again, we were the only two people on the back of the bus. He wants you to pay attention to it. So, unless you're hard by the cars driving by, it's probably me. Uh, so, needless to say, he got off at my stop with me. Heart beating outside of my chest, followed me into an alley. I took him behind the building next door to my apartment, which happened to be my uncle's apartment building. Uh, took him under the steps, and yes, I blew him. And that was when it was like, bitch. Okay. Bitch. Okay. I, I, I can... Do, do this? This is the thing? Like, yeah, okay. dick can just run up on you like this? It, like, it, 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 can run, it can run up on you. It can ruin your life. It, you, you know, you got options. My, you got options. And that was back... That was back during the party line times, too. So, it was just... They we won't... We won't... We won't do it. Because... I mean, Ooh, you just, if you know, you know, you had oh, we to had, be there. We had a time that <laughs> night. We had a time that night. Prime hotel. You know what? We're going to have to do a hotel dedicated. Oh, shit. You know, I'm not even going to say it. Okay. I'm going to mock it up. Oh, Y'all just stay tuned for the hotels because when it comes, we're going to talk about it. Oh, God, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, God. My my question. Um, Yeah. So. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, God, no. 90s heartthrob edition. Okay. Malik Yoba. Ooh. Mel Jackson. Oh, Merlin Santana. Oh, God! 
fuck Mary Kill. All right, who you fucking? Kill Bell Jackson. Bye, bitch. Really? You got rid of the old light skin? Okay. Mary Mackay Pfeiffer. I didn't say Mackay Pfeiffer. I said Malik Yoba. Mary Malik Yoba's fine. Okay, gotcha. And fuck, who was the third? Merlin Santana. Oh, that was that's a that's a fuck fuck. May mm-hmm. he rest in peace. Yeah, that was a fine man. Rest in peace, Lord. So I'm gonna ask you the same question with the same people. No. Mm, no. Okay. Remember '90s heartthrob edition. '90s heartthrob edition. '90s heartthrobs. Okay, so you gotta go back in time and choose them. Mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Shamar Moore. Okay. LL Cool J. Ooh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are killing Shamar Moore. Oh, why? Because you know I don't fuck with the light skins like that. And while all the girls were falling over Shamar Moore, I was over it. Um. So yes, we are killing Shamar Moore. We are fucking Marlon because he is uh, one of the only. Oh. Thin man oh with the cutest little butt. I would let him have it. Mind you, Marlon really grew into his sexy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. man right now. Let me tell you something. I knew the man was fine back in the nineties. While everybody was looking at Sean, I was looking at Marlon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Marlon was. Don't get me wrong. Sean was the pretty boy. Don't Sean get me wrong. Fine. He's fine and all, but Marlon was a different kind of fine. You had to twist your eye a little bit on Marlon, but I knew he was going to be fine when he got older. He was ugly. The thing about Marlon was was Marlon was goofy, and that's why people weren't paying attention to him, because he was never ugly. Never? Never ugly. He was the goofy one. But baby, once he started showing that little ass and everything, yes, and then uh, definitely marrying LL back in the 90s, because bitch... I, I would have looked at you sideways if you didn't say it, that. It is a lot of really stiff socks <sighs> in, 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 in tribute to think LL because, god damn it, yes. I, all I can think about is that Hey Love video where he had poked the fucker up his lip. <laughs> I was and like, that, that motherfucker, yo, I, I, I perfected the LL lip lick because, you know, I'm I, well endowed with the lips. You have to have it down. That motherfucker had the lips of God. The, the, okay. Woo. It's just yes. it's your question. No, that was my question to you, remember? And I and I requested Oh that shit, idea. okay, so now I got another Okay. Um I found a way to flip it back to add to my question. So what's a major life decision that you wish you would have made earlier in life? Moving to Brooklyn. <laughs> Bitch, that was so fast. It was fast as shit. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I love my home. Anyone that knows me knows I am from, I will always say it proudly, I am from North New Jersey, Brick City. I am from South Ford, better known as Weekway section of North. Okay? Born and raised, Lionel and Leslie. But let's be all the way clear. Y'all had a depressed version of Lonnie in New Jersey, baby. Okay. That person was not who he was or portrayed himself to be. Mm-hmm. He was trying to find his way. The niggas was just not nigga in. 
<laughs> he couldn't get dick to save his life and if he went on a sex drought god help y'all because he was going to give y'all hell to pay because somebody didn't dick him down like they were supposed to do Baby, let me tell you something. I'm waiting to the hotels. Because when I tell you, I put, when you know it's bad, when you put yourself in sabbatical, <laughs> you know it's bad. This it's like, you put that pussy on ice. On ice, but it's closed. <laughs> the muffin the shop, shop is closed. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm about tired of y'all. <gasps> Okay, I Shit. oh lord. Oh my god. But all I'm gonna say is I I'm I'm happier. Good. I feel lighter. Mm-hmm. I feel better. Mm-hmm. Life, anyways, life's great, but it's still good. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. going to ask the same question back to you. Um, I I would have moved sooner. I to where sooner. though? Because you've moved a lot. Of I have. Right? Um, I think I would have taken. I still would have taken the same path. I would have moved moved to Detroit. I definitely would have done that. Um, And that's where it gets tricky. Because knowing what I know of my life and and looking back on how far I've come. Right. I I don't know if I would really want to change it. Because if I would have done what I was supposed to do originally, which was move to Atlanta Mm -hmm. first. If I would have moved to Atlanta first... I wouldn't have met a lot of people that are very important to my life right now. Um, I wouldn't be here, right, with you, right, on who race goes, because right. I I know that I probably would I would have stayed in Atlanta. I, the crazy part is I Atlanta. It's funny. It took Atlanta not to work out to make sure that Brooklyn worked out for me, and and it, and it that I'm telling you. If you are ever, and please take this as a word of advice, if you have ever considered moving out and moving away from home, for the love of God, please make sure you're prepared for that. Yeah. Because that is not easy. No, it's not easy. It's not easy when you don't have a plan for it. But I will say, do it for it, if for nothing at all. Do it for you. Do it for you. And the experience is life-changing yes <laughs> it really is because i really that was moving away from chicago was the first time that i did something for marlon mm-hmm. and it really pushed me to flex my wings and fly and and really it was it was fight or flight like bitch either you're gonna do it or you're going to drown because i moved away from my family I am still in a in a place where I have no family out here. I have my chosen family, but yeah. other than that, like you gotta make it fucking work, and, and and you will you will find yourself in a position where you will surprise yourself in the things that you are capable of, because you just you gotta do it. Cause can right. you, anybody gonna do it for you but you? Right. <sighs> it is my bell again. You just asked me my question back. Oh, that's right. It is your bell again. All right. So, Thanksgiving dinner, waste, then replace. Choose one main dish and one side to get rid of for Thanksgiving. Oh, Lord. And replace it with something else. 
Do you have a list or can I just go? You, it's your decision. I am going to do all of us a favor and get rid of us having to say Big Mama Your Arm. <laughs> and I am going to take out the candy yams. Okay. And I am going to replace her. With what? With sweet potato pie. Let me okay, tell you something. Okay. Okay. If you don't, I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't know the goodness of a well done sweet potato pie. Baby. You need to grow up. Yeah. You need to grow up. Because I'm sorry. The only people that should be eating yams is under the age of 15. Because <laughs> all it is, like, and that's no shade to people that love to eat just candy yams. That's no shade. That's y'all. I prefer my yams mashed up with some nutmeg, <laughs> vanilla abstract, a little bit of lime juice. Okay, blend that bitch up and put her, fill her around this little pie crust and bake her so I can have some pie. Okay. Because that's what real grown people do. Okay. We want pie. Okay. We don't want no candy. Get, get, get into the city, 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 damn kids. I want my damn pie, damn it. It oh is God. November. I got a pallet for pie. Okay. A pallet for pie. Okay. And what's your main dish? <laughs> I'm going to take out the traditional turkey. Okay. And I am going to replace her with mm-hmm. deep fried turkey. Okay. Because, bitch, a fried turkey will change your life. Let me tell you something. I don't have it every Thanksgiving, but let me tell you. Back in the day, when my mama used to give the turkey to my father and my uncle, mm-hmm. and my uncle would deep fry it and he'd bring it back. That bird slapped a little bit harder. I'm going to tell you right now. It it slaps a little bit harder if it's fried. It really did. Oh, Jesus. It slapped a little harder if it's fried. My side dish. It's really hard. Because the staples are the staples. Uh, As long as you say the staple, I think you got to go. The staples are the staples. And I just. What are you thinking about replacing? Because I don't want to get mad right now. We in the middle of recording the things. I don't want to. What am I gonna get rid of for the sides? And you know what it is. I see. I I think you are afraid to let the Lord use you. You know what? Mm -hmm. You know what? What about it? I am going to get rid of the Hawaiian rolls. I am. I'm gonna do it. Oh my God! Do it. Cause I already got cornbread. I'm gonna get rid of the wine rolls. Cause the wine rolls, some people view them as just, you know we need them, but I don't really need them. Okay, that's I don't really you, need them. you said I. Don't I. Need them. I don't really need them. Okay, I say this. This is my party. Um, and party I'm gonna your replace mouth. them. Uh, with what? With um uh uh uh. I didn't think this through. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna replace them with uh-huh. with homemade garlic knots. You know, and then there's that <laughs> because I need something to go. I need a piece of bread to go along with the lasagna that Mind was made you, anyway. Not just a regular garlic knot, cheese stuffed garlic knot. See, this is an innovator. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of innovation. 
when you think uh, a genius at work. That's right. I'm going to do that. And then for my main, throw the chitlins away. Praise the Lord. Get rid of them. Throw them away. Don't want to see them. Never did. Trash. Get rid of them. Burn them uh, elsewhere in the landfill. Just throw them in the garbage and take them directly to the waste receptacle because when you burn them, the bitches stink and that's why I don't like them. Hose no way. And then I want you to replace them with a perfectly seasoned and crisp pork chop. Okay. Give me the pork chops. Okay, can I replace pork with turkey? You can do whatever you like. This is me. Okay, I want a turkey chop. I want pork chops. I want a turkey chop. Okay. I'll, I'll take a turkey chop. I'll take a turkey chop. Okay. I'll take me a motherfucking turkey chop. I'll do that. All right. Two more questions. Let's go. Let's see. I have two. Okay. Well, let me see what I can conjure up. Mm-hmm. Straight. Mm-hmm. What you got? Okay. I think I got it. Alright. Tell me if you were a DJ. Okay. And you wanted to set the mood for your set. Okay. What's the first song you choosing? The first song I'm choosing? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a deep question to ask a music lover, I know. Am I DJing a party? It's up warding. It's up warding? It's up warding. Word to Kim Parker. Mm. You're the DJ. You gotta set the mood. The party is bumping. Everybody got a drink in their hand. They ready to dance. What you playing? What? Oh my god, this DJ Lick. What's his name? <laughs> oh my god. Damn. What's this DJ playing? Oh my god. Oh, this is tough. Uh huh, uh huh. You know what? What about it? Cause it's my DJ set. That's right. And I gotta start it off mid tempo because we gotta build it up. That's right. And you know I got an old soul, so it's slightly old school. Mm-hmm. We gonna start off with CC Peniston. Oh, finally. Oh wow. Okay. It's it's it's, it's mid tempo enough. It's enough for a two-step to the dance floor. Drink in your hand. Get in there. Because you know what? It, it come in with the percussion. And then CC come in and then everybody know what's up. And they ready to do the things. That's my first track. I'm torn. Okay, let's talk about it. I'm coming in. Oh, my God. It's a lit situation. Mm-hmm. I'm starting my set with Azalea Banks' 1991. You're a bad bitch. <laughs> You're a bad bitch. Yeah. I'm starting with that. Yeah. yeah. Because it because why not? Because why not? I don't think you need any further explanation. You really don't. Why not? You really don't. You really don't. Okay. Uh I'm torn between that and I'm gonna say Beyonce's summer renaissance. Ooh, dirty. Okay, I like it. I like it a lot. You see, the, you see this. The I see the vision. I got you, it. You see it. I got you it. You see it. Yeah. I got it. Yes. Okay. All right. Only two questions left. Here's my first one. 
your most embarrassing childhood moment? Oh God. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> okay. I wouldn't say childhood. It was teens. Okay. So I was feeling myself this one English class in particular. I answered my question. It was right. Right. So we were all in the front. The board was like, we were all standing by like the board. I got my question right. My teacher told me I could go behind. Cause you know, I was lit. (laughs) So you know how you had the old school desk, like where the legs are really on the seat part, but the actual part with the little portion that's supposed to be the desk has nothing really suspended. It's an arm. Right. I take my, at the time, close to 200 pounds self mm-hmm. and I sit on top of that actual desk portion with no support at all oh shit so as soon as I hopped on it guess what happened it collapsed I fell backwards oh, on my back no and all I could do was laugh because everybody was laughing at me but I couldn't do I couldn't do anything but laughing myself that's it because it's like, yo, I should have known better. It's I can't even be mad they're laughing. Oh shit. I can't even be mad they're laughing. I did that to myself. My most embarrassing childhood moment. Uh, I was living with my cousin and my great aunt at the time because I was in grammar school. My great aunt worked in my grammar school. So I stayed with her during the weekend. I went home on the weekends. Uh-huh. And this one particular time, I stayed the weekend and <clears throat> My cousin used to work at this park district, mm-hmm. and she was teaching kids dance or whatever. And back then, I was a dance machine. Nobody could beat me in come dance contest. Come on, dance machine. I was the shit. So, of course, cousin hyped me up, put me in this circle for the dance competition, and I went up against this little boy. And we were going back and forth, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was my turn to dance, and I bust a move, and I must have turned around and was like popping in front of him, mm-hmm. and everything stopped, and all of the kids started teasing me and calling me gay because I popped in front of him, and it was the most cringe moment of my life. Like even to this day, I think about that sometimes, and I still cringe about it. Chow. Yeah. Real fucked up. Uh, chow. Alright, what's your last question? Alright, alright, alright. What is the biggest life lesson you've learned thus far? Hmm. You have to love yourself or no one else will. Hmm. Yeah. There's lots to be said about self-love and acceptance that will take you so far in life. Um, <clears throat> and saying that as a person that um, for the longest time was really concerned about people's perception of me mm-hmm. and what other people think. And when you let that go, that that's a freedom that you can't buy anywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my biggest life lesson. Trust your intuition. Mm, mm-hmm. Because there's so many situations that I was like, I knew I was right about that whole that thing the whole time and come to find out I was. Yeah. It mine would definitely be to trust your intuition. Okay. 
Well, I guess we can say with that being said, that wraps our 20 questions. I got one more question. Oh, you got one more? Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. The last question. All right. You are offered okay. the recent Powerball pie. But you have to have sex live at Madison Square Garden with the ex that did you the dirtiest. Bitch. Will you be going to work tomorrow? Yup. <laughs> and I'm doing and I'm doing and I'm doing overtime, bitch. I'm doing overtime and everything. Fuck out of here. Fuck what you talking about. Fuck you mean. Fuck you saying bitch. This bitch said not even for one point nine billion dollars, you would not. You can pay me to touch that. I that's know that's the fuck right. <laughs> that <sighs> could pay me, bitch. Bitch, I might have to bite that bullet. That's a lot of fucking money. It is a lot of money. <laughs> but my but, but my integrity mm-hmm. is worth more. I get it. I get it. Worth money? I get it. I get it. <laughs> Alright, y'all. That is the end, the official end of the 20 questions. But before yes. we go, y'all know we gotta do it. It's been a long time. Oh Lord. How many you thank you, Phil? That's right. And this one comes from our good, good friends over at We The Urban. Yes, shout out to We The Urban. Y'all know we love y'all. And this one says, after getting what you prayed for, Mm. pray for discipline to keep it and wisdom to multiply it. Yes. How did that make you feel? If you need to know how it made me feel, then you need to (laughs) reevaluate your life. (laughs) I don't think we need to go any further. That's right. That's the fuck right. Yeah. And that's that concludes everything? That's it. That's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Uh, with that being said, I believe our schedules coincide with one another. Yes, we're, we're back on track. We're, we're back, back on, on track. track. Uh, like we had said earlier in the show, if you guys would like to participate in gifting me something for my move the link to my wish list is in our link tree where you find all the links to our podcast is at the very bottom yes go buy the whole basket bitch do, move. do something <laughs> do something I'm like oh my god yes 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 but you know we have been gone for quite some time we are so glad to be back with y'all thank y'all for being patient yes. and waiting for us the hoes are back they- to the whole nation and thank you guys so much for allowing us the space to actually take a break not just a quick one a one where we both needed to process a few things that Mm -hmm. were going on so thank you guys so much for that we are back and we will see you guys next week but until then peace out bye Bye, y'all bye y'all miss